This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, committed to a bright and sustainable future for us all. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack hopes to generate support for new ag technologies among his foreign counterparts. The nation's top ag official is in Italy this week seeking to get other countries to join a so-called Coalition for Productivity Growth, which he says is aimed at getting American ag practices recognized as part of the path to reducing emissions while continuing to be productive. Making sure that people understand that our system in the U.S., which is incentive market-based, based on voluntary actions, based on utilizing programs that farmers are already uh, very, very familiar with, is a way, and an important way, and, a, and a, a, a successful way of encouraging climate-smart agricultural practices that get us to a point where we can get to net zero and remain competitive on uh, the global market can satisfy the demand of domestic consumers. He recognized the concerns of some in the world that a push towards sustainability could lead to reductions in productivity, but noted that doesn't have to be the case. The coalition was informally rolled out today and doesn't have any other countries officially on board quite yet, something Vilsack is confident will change. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. Stepped-up basis may get a lot of attention, but other language in the tax provisions of a $3.5 trillion reconciliation package could also stand to have a big impact on producers. Danielle Beck with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association says possible tweaks to the 2032A valuation reductions are possible avenues for some producers to lessen their tax burden. House Democrats included a raising of the 2032A special use valuation limits from the current $750,000 to $11.7 million, but she says NCBA wants to make sure this doesn't lead to consideration of lowered estate tax exemptions. That is one risk, but that is not our intended goal. Uh, the estate tax exclusion limits are something that we would like to see made permanent under the current law, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act law. We need $10 million per individual, $20 million per couple index for inflation. Given the extreme uh, inflation in land values, rising land values across the country, there are a number of producers who can very easily exceed today's exclusion limits, not just those you know, proposed 5 and 10 million ones that the House is looking at. In addition to extending the 2017 exemptions, she says NCBA supports full repeal of the estate tax. There's more on the reconciliation bill from Beck in this week's Washington Week in Review on agripulse.com. Finally today, a key renewable fuel standard proposal could come any day now, and biofuel groups are watching closely for the news. Agripulse's Ben Nully has more. Biofuel groups are anxiously waiting for the Environmental Protection Agency to release renewable fuel standard volume proposals. The EPA has yet to issue blending proposals for 2021 and 2022. Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Jeff Cooper says he's hoping the agency sets conventional blending volumes at 15 billion gallons. We're looking for flat or slight growth in advanced, and anything less than that is going to be hard for us to swallow. So we'll, we'll see where it all comes out. And you know, The other thing is this is a proposal, so we will have an opportunity to, to share our comments and analysis with EPA. And, and if these proposals don't have the volumes we're looking for, hopefully we can get them back on the right track before the final rule comes out. Cooper is concerned EPA officials might adjust 2020 volumes because of the pandemic. The RFS already includes a self-correcting mechanism that if gasoline and diesel fuel consumption drops, so too 
does the RFS requirements. And so we saw about an 11% reduction in fuel consumption. You know, those are the, the gallons of fuel that are obligated for renewable fuel blending. That dropped by about 11% in 2020, and so did the RFS requirements. So we don't see any reason for EPA to go backward and revise the 2020 standards. We hope that's not what they're planning to do. After receiving feedback, once the proposals are released, EPA has until November 30th to finalize them. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. Eliminating America's no-cost sugar policy without first reforming the global sugar market would jeopardize family farms, good-paying jobs, and our domestic supply of sugar. A bill called Zero for Zero takes action to zero out all foreign sugar subsidies. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.